Without further ado, here it is, boys, girls. Uh, Ethan Klein of the H3H3 right, H3 podcast. Hassle, hassle, And H3H3 uh, H3 properties. Uh, so are you guys, are you pretty hyped up on the Crowder? Oh, my event? God. I'm so hyped up, dude. I'm so excited. Okay, so. so you want to give us, like, what happened? You want to you wanna run us through, like, what was going on in your mind yeah. and, and how this started? So we um, were exporting the – actually, we are, we're uploading it right now. So it's going to hit – so YouTube, hopefully in a couple hours. Oh, wow. um, what happened was, oh yeah, it's gonna be up tonight, I think. Hopefully. Yeah, Steven said he's uploading it tomorrow. So he's like, I'm not gonna let this motherfucker try to. He's gonna try to spin it like he knew that something was gonna happen, or that like he's the victim. He's definitely gonna play the victim. But um, well, he is the victim. We 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 we, we murdered him. Oh shit! So really? So you you want to give us a tease? Like, so it did happen. Are you okay. wearing holsters right now? Yeah. Yes. Yes. We're all wearing holsters. <laughs> yeah. Of course. I got. I'm not gonna. I can't go in the presence of such masculine energy without holsters myself. Here, I'll uh, in know. honor of in honor of Stephen Crowder, I'll put a Glock on my on my desk because he does that too. Yeah. 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 Here you go. I'll just I'll put it right here. Can you do that on Twitch? I mean, it's not real. It's an airsoft gun. So. Okay. Yeah, I don't have like a cool one that like looks like this because yeah, I know he has it on his desk. Like, we're just so does he? I didn't get a chance to ask him. Does he? Does he actually carry a gun in his podcast studio? Uh, like, I don't know. It, it, but that would that would be a wonderful question. Like, who are you worried about? Like, is someone going to mm -hmm. come into your podcast studio like with a death squad? So you need to be yeah, carrying. So, so what happened is was me and Stephen were having these back and forths. He called me. Uh, he said that the clip of me talking about uh, something about COVID, I want, I was just like, I want everyone to get vaccinated. That's obviously something that I'm interested in as a uh, sane, rational human being. Yeah, you're a lip hard, a pussy. That's why. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm a giant pussy that got vaccinated and don't want to kill people uh, as a result of not being vaccinated. Um, and so he thought he called the clip of me talking about uh, saying something like you should, you can trust scientists. It's okay. He said it was his favorite clip in of the year and he lampooned us and then we ribbed him back. It was a whole back and forth. And then eventually he was just like, Ethan Klein, I challenge you to a debate. This is the only time I will ever challenge you and I'll never talk about you again because I, re I rely on all of my relevancy, you know, from Steven Crowder. So that was a big hit to me emotionally, him saying he would never talk about me again. But anyway, we thought it was so, we thought it was so rich that he was willing to debate, to debate me, someone who is not a political minded person, somebody who is, um, who is not a debater and someone who, let's be honest, is not even that smart. And so... <laughs> We brought up, uh, we, we, we thought like, let's debate this guy and, um, let's get someone who actually is all those things that, that I'm not. Cause like, if you're having a debate, it should just be on the merits. What does it matter with who he wanted to debate the, the, the merits of, you know, trusting authority or whatever the fuck he says. So, okay. And so what happened was Dan figured out some technological sorcery because we, we got him so good because 
we put all the ball in his court. It was his Zoom call. They sent the link. They sent the time. They felt very comfortable that there was no way for us to get them. So we joined their Zoom link this morning. And Dan, as I said, figured out some black sorcery <laughs> where he could zip uh, Sam's feet. He could cross the feet. Ghostbuster style. Yeah. Wow. And so we got to the point where we're like, okay, well, let's do this thing. And then kind of Sam just popped up. And the, the result of it, which I don't want to give away, is just Steven had a meltdown. And he gave something away in his fit of passion that it will haunt him his whole career. No way. Yeah, it oh, was a complete. Wow. It was a complete. Uh, it was a complete uh, fatality. Oh, that's exciting! I'm so excited to see this because you you saw the the cut that he did, right? Uh, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. when I saw that, because I'm familiar with the drama between you and him, like because I thought it was so dumb that he was like upset at you for saying like. Listen, if you're too fucking dumb to like yeah. follow basic pr principles, like if, and, and if you're getting your news, yeah, if you're getting your news from Facebook, you don't need to doubt uh, Fauci's credentials. Yeah, and uh, I, I and he posted that on the on the intro, which I thought yeah, was weird because it like makes you look good. <laughs> like, well, he, I think right now what happened after the call is they first of all panicked. And right now they're in um they're having a red alert moment where they're trying their best to spin this in a way where he doesn't look like a tool, which is gonna be very difficult for them. You know, I think his his audience will eat up whatever he says, but I think at large, this is gonna be uh this is gonna be one for the books for old Steven Crowder. I'm so stoked. I'm so and excited. There's one other really funny detail is that because when we were going back and forth with Steven, Dan called him out. He said, debate Sam Cedar, stop being a bitch. And so we knew that that was on his radar a little bit. And so we were actually scheduled to have this debate last Monday. And what happened was um, Sam ended his show early for this little ruse we were pulling on him. And last minute, right when Sam ends his show, Crowder has a family emergency. <laughs> now, I don't I don't know if there was a family emergency or not. The timing was coincidental. But then when you think about it, so fast forward to this week, we've, we scheduled again for this week. And what we did this time is we had Sam pre-record his show and broadcast it live so that Crowder thought Sam was live. So we call in at 12, right when Sam's show starts, and we're doing a, Sam, a, a, a sound test. Crowder is conspicuously not at his desk. But so now we're doing the sound test. Crowder's out of screen. Then all of a sudden, when Sam's show goes live with this pre-record, Crowder comes into the frame and says hi. Now, what <laughs> happens next? What happens next will be the best thing. You've, it will be the best thing ever. Well, I, I saw bits and pieces of it. He was like, oh, I knew this was going to happen. Oh, like he was just like being sarcastic, but it seems like he seemed very frazzled. And uh... well, yeah, he, he put the camera. He wouldn't even put the camera on him at first. Once once Sam came out 
And I was like, put the camera on you. Don't be a coward. Don't be a coward. But you oh. could tell that it was just sheer pandemonium in the studio. He was telling his dad, cut the feed, telling people to get in spot. You know, it's it's it, 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 I could, it couldn't have it couldn't have come out better. Honestly, I wasn't sure how it was going to come out. It really couldn't have come out any better. I mean, he's yeah. a he's an intellectual giant. He destroys, uh, you know, college freshmen in the marketplace of ideas by using like, uh, you know, think tank uh, backed messaging. Like he uses the dialogue tree very well. So I thought maybe he could effectively use that on on Sam Cedar as well. I'm surprised that he wasn't more confident in his dialogue tree against someone like well, Sam we Cedar. Well, we tried to foster a conversation between them. You know, because Crowder had expressed that he was very eager to have a conversation. And um, we thought, well, well, what's the difference if it's me or Sam? You want to have this conversation? Let's do it. But he was very uh, he was very opposed to talking to Sam. But the good thing is we we had a whole there was just a lot of yelling and freaking out for, I would say, a good 15 minutes. Right, Dan? It felt like 15 minutes because it was just so it was brutal. juicy, bro. It, it was, it was maybe, I, I, what I really expected was Crowder just to hang up, but he did not hang up. He fought. Uh, uh, he flailed, awesome. I'll say. That's and, awesome. And, and he, there's, like I said, he in the heat of the moment, he says something that he will forever regret. <laughs> oh, that makes me so excited. That makes me so excited, dude. That's yeah. I'm, I'm very, excited I'm very stoked. I mean, you're going to get a yeah. lot of hatred from the right for this. I'm just letting you know, like Tim Pool oh, I mean, already, already been Tim Pool's already tweeted yeah. about it saying you're a drama baiter. Like this is all you yeah, do is drama. But yeah, uh, if you check that tweet, uh, it was under someone's tweet, right? It had two likes and 120 responses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is something that uh, a lot of people on the internet have been waiting for, for a long time, because like these intellectual giants, uh, the intellectual giants such as, uh, you know, uh, Steven Crowder and Ben Shabibo, they like, they make all of their, they make all of their money by looking as uh, though they are always open for debates. And then they right. rarely ever want to debate anyone who is like capable. What is, you know, I was, yeah, go ahead. I was talking backstage with the guys that I will say in Tim Pool's defense that he actually does debate with these guys which I will say is more respectable than these other guys who just dodge. Um, but yeah, he's, he's also, I, I'm perfectly happy being hated by them. I, I want to be hated by the people that, uh, you know, I want to be hated by the people that, that I should be hated by, you know, does, what do you think about 978 dimensional chess? Do you think that that's what occurred? Do you think this is like a, yeah, I was like, Hmm. I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. The only thing, what I think happened is that he filmed something afterwards to try to make it look like he called this happening. Where he Maybe, all, yeah. all, but, but that's not really, that's not really, he didn't get one on us at all. I mean, um, so if I'm playing 250,000 uh, degree chess, I accept that. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you can play 978 dimensional chess or whatever, but then ultimately, if you lose, you still lost on 
on all of those dimensions, right? So yeah, I beat I beat I beat him. In, I beat him from the first down to the nine hundred seventy-eight thousandth dimension of chess. Uh, yeah, I, by the way, I love that you admit that uh, when you're like, yeah, I'm not fucking a great debater. I like, I'm I'm stupid. Like, who cares? Like, I'm not. This is not it, what I do. It, that's it. That's why the, his offer to bait me is just disingenuous. It's like you want to look good for your audience, but like we both know that I'm not a good opponent for you to debate. Yeah, uh, yeah. He described it as a layup, and it would be if I was dumb enough to debate him one on one, or gullible enough. But uh, you know, another thing that Stephen, you should ask Stephen about, or well, I didn't get the chance, but is that lawsuit that all the conservatives are super hyped over doesn't exist. Did you know that? What lawsuit? Steven suing YouTube. Yeah, you saw all the hubbub that everyone's all stoked on this. Oh, wait, I didn't even Crowder know lawsuit. that Steven Crowder was suing YouTube for what? For um, <clears throat> for banning them for, or something? For, for demonetizing his channel, for suspending him and stuff. He made all this hubbub about how he's suing. And then like Babibo and Tim Pool and everyone was getting all hyped. And he's, you know, it's part of the grift. And um, there's no lawsuit. No, no public record of it that I could find. And as you know, lawsuits are all public record, so it should be there. He hasn't That's filed interesting. it. Uh, there's a heritage org, uh, heritage.org, uh, uh, like announcement on it. Um, maybe, maybe it's not like specifically about Steven Crowder. I don't know. It could still exist. I, I, I don't know how. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't do that. This is their bread and butter, to be honest. Like, so I wouldn't be surprised if there is one that comes out eventually. But I also he, would not be yeah. surprised if there is no lawsuit because. Conservatives are are great at these sorts of grifts. Like, I mean, you remember exactly. the, the fucking wall thing, like where there was that veteran guy who was like uh, trying to personally fund building the wall, which oh, would and have then been they stole all the money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is that like was the greatest. This is this is something that they do regularly. So this is their bread and butter. So I wouldn't be surprised. But well, the uh, thing is, suing suing YouTube for something like that does not come without risks because. Um, if it's if it's ruled to be uh like a a bad a bad faith lawsuit or frivolous or you know Google is going to pursue them for legal fees big time and come back on them huge, so it is not so you know suing someone like that is not without risk. Yeah, no, absolutely. the The difference is like conservatives do have a lot of money. Uh, I mean that's why they have you know right. That's why they have like they have an endless pool of funds to consistently give to right-wing commentators, right-wing outlets. Does that really happen? I've always wondered. I mean, we still People don't like know Tim who Poole, funds, Dave like, Rubin. the Federalist, for example. Like, there is, there are hmm. all these, like, right-wing papers and, and right-wing outlets that we don't even know who fucking funds them, right? So like, do you think that people like uh, Dave Rubin, for example, gets money from somebody just straight up? Oh, for sure. I think that... They originally really? get money. They make money themselves. Don't get me wrong. Cause like yeah. once you get that initial capital, it's uh, and you get to a large enough audience, then it's like a self-sustaining business. Right. Uh, mm. it, it's relatively hard to fuck up, but yeah, the, this stuff gets AstroTurf big time by wealthy donors who, who, who uh, absolutely see the use in funding uh, right-wing commentators and a network of right-wing commentators. Um, yeah. Mm, we like, need some of that George Soros money, bro. Yeah, I know. There is like, I mean, look, the liberal side of things also has like a, a fuckload of funds too. I mean, 
for the most part. I think media is like fairly liberal. Mainstream media is fairly liberal in the way that we understand it. Even though they are liberal, is still super center right on a lot of issues. But um, but there is no such like um, there is no such astroturfing project for leftists who are, uh, for example, openly anti-capitalist, which would be like the left-wing equivalent of like independent right-wing media on the internet. And and it's obvious why because like why the, no fuck would billionaires, course, yeah. why the fuck would a billionaire fund me when I'm like shitting on billionaires and saying that yeah. they shouldn't exist. <laughs> It's a good point. Come on, yeah. Warren Buffett. We, well, yeah, come on, Warren Buffett. Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, it'd be nice. Uh, he he loves to he loves to talk about how you know there should be a higher tax for uh, the wealthy. It's like, come on, give me some of that money. Yo, that motherfucker. I gotta say, Warren Buffett. I always like thought, oh, he's a cool dude. He says it like it is. He's donating all of his money. But like this this report came out from uh, what's the name of the paper, Dan? Where Pro Republica. Where oh yeah, where that's like these motherfuckers are not paying any income. And then I listened to like the Daily did a podcast about it. And when I found out, this is what people like Warren Buffett and, and Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos do: they don't liquidize their stocks; they just take out loans. Of course, yeah. And I was like, and I was like, motherfucker, going to talk about higher tax rate and while taking out loans so he doesn't have to fucking pay taxes? It's like, dude, that's dog shit. Yeah, the only the, they have endless collateral, so they have literally unlimited. They they functionally have an unlimited purse to take out loans, and then they could even like demonstrate losses and whatnot on their uh, pre-existing assets. Yes, in an effort to like, right off. Yeah, yeah, everything is everything is written off. That's why they get Zero away with income. like. That's why they get away with yeah, like a their their functional tax rate is like significantly lower than the average Americans. Because of how much money they make, like it's oh just, yeah, according to this, it was like zero or like uh one, two or three percent. Yeah, Warren years. Buffett was paying like zero point zero one percent or something. Like it's crazy between yeah. the years that they figured it out. And the worst part about it is like Joe Biden's administration, instead of saying like yeah, these are loopholes that we need to close, is saying like who the fuck leaked this? Like we gotta, we're gonna pursue whoever leaked this in the IRS. It's like come on, dude. Oh. <laughs> You know, it pissed me off, too, because, like, let's let's be honest. I'm rich. I make a lot of money. But I also pay 50% of my income to taxes. Yeah. And so, like, when the guillot when the guillotine comes out, I don't want my head on the chopping block because people, like, fucking Warren Buffett ain't paying their bills. But you, but you know what I mean? What do you have to say, about, my that, you have to say about that Google image, though? Wealthiest Americans, dude. You're right up there. Number five, 5% frenemies, baby. Yeah, it's over, yeah. dude. It's fucking <laughs> over, dude. You're, they're coming for you. It's no, just I, not fair, dude. It's fucking, I pay so many taxes, bro. And I got to be like, people hate rich people. And, and I feel like I'm pulling my weight around here. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I completely understand. I try to, I try to make that argument uh, regularly on this broadcast. People get mad at me too, where I say like, listen, athletes, uh, celebrities, like they have fucking unions. And as a consequence of those unions, they get a significantly larger percentage of the profits that they generate from a leftist point of view they get a, a significantly larger percentage of their own labor than the average worker does, okay? And that's why they're fucking wealthy, but their wealth, as long as they're not, like, you know, doing the exact same things that, like, Jeff Bezos does, which is pretty much, you know, they can do a smaller well, version of that, but not, like, to the same degree, they're still paying a fuckload in taxes, which should still be higher, by the way. I don't even have a problem with that. But that's not where the real wealth is... Uh, that's not where, no, where exactly. the real wealthy are hiding their assets. Like, 
that's the way that they avoid I, the way I, that wealthy people skirt taxes is by you know uh not having uh, a tremendous amount of of uh taxes on capital gains that's it capital gain yeah exactly capital gains and then bruh uh this this loan thing blew my mind because i was always wondering like how like jeff bezos salary is eighty thousand a year that's he's, all the money he's poor he ever... dude he's so poor that's it he's like hey i just make 80 grand a year bro oh and by the way yeah i'll talk about that 150 million dollar house cash yeah the funniest part about that is that like that's literally what trump did too and every liberal was so mad at donald trump for doing that but then like mm. But then, like, when Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, they all do this exact same shit, like, maybe not as, uh, maybe not as questionable because, like, Donald Trump's assets are tied to real estate. Real estate has, like, a lot, uh, I mean, they still have a fuckload of real estate, too, obviously, so does Warren Buffett. But, like, they, um, everyone that got mad at, everyone that got mad at Donald Trump, uh, forget that, like, you know, every billionaire is doing this, like, every single one. Yeah, I feel like billionaires are apolitical. They just care about hoarding money at that point which is kind of crazy i mean like damn jeff bezos is with so much money he's so fucking bored he's building giant penis-shaped rockets like the dude is just the dude got divorced put 60 gave 60 billion to his wife and he's back he made it back in like two days yeah well the funny thing is like his wife is is like right now his wife is i think like the biggest spender in philanthropy because she She's gave good. yeah yeah she gave like six billion dollars since the divorce in the beginning of their divorce she got 32 billion in in, in assets right she gave away six billion dollars in one year and then another eight and in those two years her wealth grew from 32 billion to 64 billion her wealth fucking doubled she literally makes more money than she can give away like it's just like just from owning amazon stock yeah it's like functionally Damn, impossible insane. at this point. Like the amount of money that they make is so yeah. vast, so much that it's I like just, I get, I get frustrated. Billion, like, not even 60, sorry. Look, I'm a capitalist, but like capitalism, we've learned needs some, some, some like uh, rubber bands, you know, needs some limits. I'm a capitalist. I make a lot of money. But I feel like people go, oh, you're a rich guy. You're rich. So here's rich people talking about other rich people. Dude, there's a difference between me, like, and someone who makes a billion dollars, that is like unfathomable wealth. A bill, and then there's a difference between someone who has a billion dollars, someone who has 200 billion. It's like you said, you literally can't even spend it fast enough. No, these people are, the, the way I explain it to my friends is like, they're like demigods, right? Originally, yeah. originally back in the day when we had like, you know, monotheistic monarchies, right? The, the, uh, the system was rooted within the understanding that like God had appointed this Royal family to the place of prominence that they have. Right. So they were like, we fear God. We fear this like deity or this being that has like made this person, uh, the, the King. So we're just going to follow through. And if we don't want to follow through on his rules, then we get clapped, we get killed. And now mm -hmm. that is translated to like, like that was the operating principle behind like monarchies and the way that people believe that, you know, or rationalize the existence of Kings. Now we have fucking Jeff Bezos, who is literally a King in some instances, wealthier than fucking Kings. And the operating yeah. principle is this lie of meritocracy. Um, that like, and I'm not saying that like hard work doesn't help you uh, get to your, 
uh, places of prominence. Of course it does. But ultimately, like, you know, it's not just hard work. Like, this notion that the Oklahoma teacher uh, who makes, like, 30 grand a fucking year who has to do Uber on the side is not working hard is so stupid. They're working hard yeah. and they're working smart. But ultimately, it doesn't matter because their starting point is significantly different. And they didn't... Probability was not on their side. So I believe in, like, making a, a base level of material equality for all people. For sure. So that, uh, you know, everyone can uh, pursue both work that is meaningful and uh, other things that fulfill them. For sure. And then, like, on the top side, who pays for that is these, these motherfuckers who... Just pay the same tax I do. That's it. If Jeff Bezos paid 50% tax, that'd be so much fucking money. Oh, yeah. For, I mean, that'd be... That, it's like, dude... We would fund everything. So much. No, that, that's insane. Like, I, I can't even comprehend a world in which, like, like the top 1% uh, had the same, like, functional tax rate as, like, the average middle-class American. It would literally be unfathomable. The amount of money that we would have... Uh, it would be yeah, and, insane. And they, they wouldn't even notice it was gone, honestly. That's the, that's the crazy part. But for me, it's like, I, I, I agree that, like, in a, I would be okay paying more taxes if everyone above me was paying the same taxes I am. Because it's like, me paying 50% for 60 or 70% isn't going to make the difference. It's these guys who are pay, making money at, like, a million times what I'm making who are paying zero, literally zero. And it's like society is just becoming dysfunctional, which doesn't benefit them at all. It's it's like in their, so I don't get, it's like it's in their personal interests to make sure society functions and that uh, it doesn't fucking, uh, people don't take out the, 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 the guillotine, bro. People are about to chop his head off, man. Yeah, I mean, 57,000 people said they signed a petition to, to not uh, bring back Jeff Bezos' rocket to Earth <laughs> yeah. or some shit. Like, uh, people, are not, people are not too fond of him, you know? Uh, but no. That being I think, said, I use well, Amazon why, like a motherfucker. That's why rich libertarians consider welfare to be a riot tax. Like, rich libertarians behind closed doors will just, like, openly admit that welfare is riot tax. So they stop the masses from rioting against them. So that Okay, they have, dude, like, fine. Whatever it is, just pay your taxes, bro. Yeah. Um, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's just, it's, uh, it's, it's really silly, but, uh, a similar, uh, operating principle exists within like COVID vaccines. If you recall, and Bill Gates was responsible for this, uh, when, uh, the COVID vaccines were coming out, AstraZeneca bought the rights from Oxford university, publicly funded research to, uh, mm -hmm. you know, that was like the first viable COVID vaccine, right? And uh, Bill Gates reached out and was like, do not reveal, do not open this IP for everyone to use. Like they wanted to keep it, they wanted to keep the IP protected, right? Um, for this vaccine. And a lot of people were upset at that, understandably, and said, this is fucking bullshit. What are you doing? You know, why are you saying this? Why are you doing this? Bill Gates's argument for it was really silly. But exactly the same thing that you said about like, you know, disrupting the balance of this planet exists with, with the COVID vaccine, if you were to mm. open the IP up so that, you know, uh, developing nations could produce their own uh, brand of the vaccine and so that, like, India could produce even more vaccines mm. than they currently are and everyone could have, everyone could have a, uh, their own uh, version of the COVID vaccine, like, we could open up the global economy way faster. 
right? It's and that's crazy. good for tourism. Yeah. That's good for every other sector. Yeah. And yet, for some weird reason, well, not the weird reason, I know what the reason is, other wealthy people in other industries were not speaking out against, like, uh, opening this uh, IP and and uh, making, like, what a was, universal... What, what... What interest did Bill Gates have in, in preserving the IP? Well, obviously, that's what most wealthy capital owners have, which is that if you set a dangerous precedent that you can uh, all of a sudden dismantle oh, IP protections IPO? for this reason or that reason. Oh, what a sick fuck. Yeah, then then what's up? Like, what's the what's to stop them from uh, dismantling IP laws for other things that might be declared necessary in the future? And that it's would crazy. ultimately hurt... That would ultimately hurt it's, all business it's, owners. It's, it's psychopathic. Yeah, I mean, what do you think about that Bill Gates leak, dude? I, I didn't expect that shit about how he's like fucking around, getting weird with people in the office. I was like, damn, even Bill Gates is out there sleezing it up. I mean, he's just a, he's horny. He's a horn dog. I mean, didn't I didn't know me. this, he but like apparently, sexuality. Apparently, Melinda, Melinda was uh, already working under him, right, or something like when he was already like the richest man in America. I thought Melinda was like ride or die like met him when he was a poor man or something but i was That's wrong what I thought too oh hmm. yeah apparently Flexing i was that wrong cash. i yeah. can't imagine having sex with bill gates though it's just like he doesn't he doesn't seem yeah he doesn't he, he's not like um he's not like fucking uh jeff bezos or elon musk who like very clearly keep it tight you know what I mean? Like, I think they're doing, like, steroids or something, allegedly. Uh, oh, yeah. Bezos like, is jacked, bro. Yeah, they, they keep it tight. Like, they definitely care and consider the way that they look, whereas, like, Bill Gates is kind of schlubby, you know? He just, like, doesn't really care. Mm. So, there you, you know he's not, Still like, a... Fucking... He's, not, he's, not, he's not doing, like... I don't think he cares about, like, pleasing his partner, is what I mean. <laughs> he's not uh, a giving lover. Uh, no. No, I can't imagine. But also at the well, same time, like, I, I, I just, I feel like, what do you do if you're Bill Gates? Like, you can't have normal sex ever again for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? You're fucking Bill why? Gates. Like, the ethical considerations well, I mean, there is always going to be there. Why can't he just have a normal marriage? Why does he have to be, like, out trying to fuck everything and everyone? It's like, dude, just, I don't know. Bill Gates, it's like, get, does every guy have to always, like, become this insane sex predator once they... It, it's just can't you just chill with your family i thought he was the one he was the family man he had the kids and the wife he's out there well you know he's he's drinking poop water he's doing his thing <laughs> drinking why, poop why, water. yeah you seen that video yeah, yeah it's, it's just like why did bill gates have to be the one to go around and start start sexually harassing people i just didn't see it coming bro i think it's just like I, they don't get it when they're younger and they don't develop into it properly and they're like, you think the temptation is too much? Yeah, they're just like, you know, they're like sexually frustrated, repressed. So they turn around and they're like, well, now I'm a fucking billionaire. Like, I want to fuck, you know, I want to fuck every. But it's weird. Like, it's not like he was fucking models. Like, he was like trying to fuck like accountants and shit in Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, well, Aye. I don't know. That other side is is weird too, because like, if you're trying to fuck models, then who do you go to? You go to you know Jeffrey Epstein, and we all know how that. Oh brother, we well, all know how that turns just, out. Well, apparently he was. So apparently the story is that his wife was concerned about his closeness with Epstein, right? Which which is the reason why she got the divorce, and that fascinates me. 
I don't know. I feel like that's a bit of a PR move. I think like Melinda Gates' PR team is that? so good. Wow. I mean, she's so that's powerful. pretty vicious to throw that out there if it's not true. I mean, like, well, we know for a fact that he did meet with Jeffrey Epstein a bunch, but yeah. we didn't know what like the the actual like conversations were when when he, he met with Jeffrey Epstein. He goes, he goes, Jeffrey has a very interesting lifestyle. Uh, wouldn't work for me, but I find it very interesting. You seen that clip? Oh, I have not seen that clip. No, damn. You're you're all over yeah, this. He, he, he I goes, used to be all over the Epstein shit. Like I was I'm still well, very fascinated by it. But the thing is, if you're that bro, there's some really classy prostitutes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't have to get into like sex trafficking. Yeah, that's what no, for sure. Like 100 percent Like if like, you if you just want that, you can do it in a way that's not trafficking people. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You can do ethical cooming. Like Yes, ethical sleazing around, Bill. We yeah. don't need You can Epstein. get him to sign NDAs to... if you want and like just be like, yep. hey, listen, like I'm gonna give you the opportunity to revoke consent every step of the way. Like, you know, I'm fucking Bill Gates, but you know, yes. if you want to fly out, like Yes. Straight up. That's sort of that's the weird thing. It's like it, when you're when you're fucking Bill Gates, like you can't try to fuck the Microsoft employees, okay? You like you literally cannot do that. Crazy. That's what I thought, and you know, it just it really it kind of bummed me out because I was like, wow, this is like a hundred for a hundred at this point of these billionaire CEOs trying to fuck everybody in their line of path. I think it just comes from power. Maybe when you're like that powerful, you're just like, I need to, you know, I, I need yeah, the to- truth. The truth this. is these are people that seek it out too. So they're already a little cuckoo to be like that. Yeah. What do you think that, Warren, uh, like with Warren Buffett, that's going to be weird if that comes out. You know what I mean? Ugh. That would be Warren so Buffett's strange. such a weirdo too. Like he lives in like a hundred thousand dollar house. I watched this documentary about him. He goes, it I, I go to McDonald's every morning for a sausage egg McMuffin. And depending on how the stock market is doing, I get cheese on If it's a good day, I, I reward myself and put cheese on it. If it's a bad day and I'm losing money, I don't get cheese. I was like, bro, you need some. You need like. No, there's some. There's absolutely that. something wrong with him. That's that's <laughs> yeah, significantly weirder than Richard Branson, who like has his own island and chills and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, out of all those billionaires, like at least Richard Branson is like, yeah, I'm fucking kind of good looking dude. I'm British, so I got that going for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just gonna fucking right. chill on my island with like naked ladies and stuff. Whereas, like, these dudes are just like, I'm going to live in fucking Minnesota or wherever the fuck Warren Buffett lives in a yeah affordable home. Like, there's no shot. I don't under... That's Who are you kidding, Warren Buffett? Who are you kidding? You are... You don't... You pay 0%. You pay zero taxes. You're, like, a gajillionaire. You're not fooling me with that single family fucking thousand square foot, 800 square foot house, dude. And you're no cheese on the McMuffin. I think like I think one thing for a guy like that is he's like, got a basement. I'll tell you what, that man has a basement, and you don't even want to know what goes on down underground. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to know what the fuck he's doing in his basement. But I mean, it's probably weird though. It's probably just like, you know, he he brings he brings girls over so they can play like uh, they can play foosball or some shit. He's like, come on, let's play some foosball, like instead of uh, instead of like weird sex shit. He's you just like, he, just he has to be normal about everything. Like, over-the-top normal. So normal that oh, it's fucking yeah. weird. Yeah, so, but, I don't know. Yeah. I just... Mm. 
Like, if I was a fucking billionaire, like, I would just chill. I would literally stay the fuck away from the media. I don't know why... I don't know why, like, Elon Musk has to constantly be in front of the media and, like, tweet Bro, and, like... He, he, dude, I used to be a real big Elon fan, but I'm so over him, bro. It's like not even funny what a douche he's turned out to be. And I think that what was it was is that I really like his work, but I think he just got way too, he started to love the attention. And once he started talking to the media more and more, because when I was first a big fan of him, he was real shy. And, you know, the only videos of him were doing presentations on Tesla. And now all of a sudden he's like a wicked memer. Yeah, and well, the memes you know, are so when, when stale, I, too. They're so whack. It's like nine gag shit. Uh, you know, the thing that really made me turn on on Elon was when he was like, uh, everyone's panicking. COVID is, no, is nothing worse than the flu. It'll be gone by March. Oh, yeah, that was real bad. <sighs> Dude, and he still hasn't owned to doing that. It's like, maybe after getting that wrong, you should just shut the fuck up. Or when he called that fucking diver a pedophile. <laughs> that was good. That was great. Yeah. It, it just... And even even <laughs> when that happened, I was so team Elon. I was like, he's got to know something about that guy. <laughs> hey, at least you admit it. Like, but yeah, I think, I think it got to his head that like he wanted admiration from like the worst people too. Like these are what, like, why do you care about what some fucking Redditor thinks about you, dude? You're like a multi mega billionaire. Like, just chill. Just do your thing. Be normal. But no, he has to I be agree. in the fucking forefront. He has to be in the forefront I of the agree. conversation and like have people yeah. care about him. My new favorite thing regarding Elon is all the people saying that they lost their life savings in Doge because of him. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he, uh, didn't he tank Doge and, and say that he's no longer allowing Bitcoin and stuff? And like, how does Let's that see. work? Because yeah. I feel like that space is very, uh, that space was like very pro Elon, right? Well, they were, but now they now they all hate him because he, well, he was hyping up crypto, specifically Bitcoin. And so it was like going up and it was like, ah, we love Elon. He was talking about Doge and all these knuckleheads with Doge, which is like. God, I don't people get so mad at me. Doge is so dumb, you guys. It was made as a joke. It has no inherent value. If you are investing in Doge as a long term investment, you will lose all of your money. It is literally just a Ponzi scheme. And if you invest in Doge, you are literally just betting on kicking the can down to the next idiot and hopefully selling it for more than they do. That's it. And that's kind of true. Of, uh, that's, that's Doge, okay? I don't know. But he was hyping up Doge, doing all these memes. And, um, and he, Tesla did this thing where they bought like billions of dollars of Bitcoin for some reason as like an invest whole liquid, I don't know. And, uh, and then all of a sudden he started going out and saying um, that crypto is not decentralized because it's run by China and China's mining all the, the crypto and uh, he's, Tesla's no longer going to use crypto. And so all these people lost a shitload of money. So I think they all hate him now, all the crypto bros. Yeah. I mean, they would probably love him if he like pumped another one that they would like buy into earlier, some shit like that. But yeah, just like you said, it's all about, uh, it's all about not being the guy who, who ends up holding the bag in the end. And, uh, I think That's a lot it. of people did a, do that. It's just musical chairs with your money. And yeah. Most of the people invested in crypto who are like playing the odds. They, they really don't know anything about crypto. They're just 
they're just gambling. They don't know anything about like the purpose of it, the application of it. I mean, you can't really even use it anywhere except the new thing is like you can use Ethereum to buy NFTs, which is cool. But like Bitcoin, does anyone buy shit with Bitcoin? I mean, or or you know what I mean? I mean, Doge. No, I, I'm I'm not a big fan of uh, I, I'm not a big crypto guy, and uh, everybody yells at me for not knowing enough about crypto while still critical while being critical of crypto. Because it's like, it's like fucking having a conversation with flat earthers. You know what I mean? Like not saying that crypto is as like ridiculous as flat earth, but, uh, you know, you just need to know everything about flat earth. Like you need to know everything, every minute detail to be able to have a conversation about, uh, these subjects with these people. And it's like, dude, I'm not, I'm not trying to invest this much time and effort into like learning about cryptocurrency. I'm sorry. Well, some, so I do think crypto is cool and great and can be a great investment but the amount of people in it right now are just like gambling looking for short-term games super speculative and there's a lot of shit coins too like this one safe moon that came out that everyone they call it the rug pull where like something and the same same is true with dogecoin where like um one person or a handful of people own like 70 to 90 percent of all the coins in circulation and so the minute they sell everything the rug pulls and everyone everybody loses their money at the you know benefit of a handful of people who make out like bandits, so that's happening a lot in the crypto space right now too. It's just I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I don't want to keep you any further. This was uh, a lot of fun. I, I see you rocking a Teddy Fresh. When is my merchandise coming? We are putting together a package for you. Hell yeah! I want it to be perfect. I'm checking out your swag. I check. I've been peeping your swag, and I think we'll put up put a good package for you. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited. That's my that's yeah, my that's my payment in uh in Teddy Fresh gear to to pump this uh Steven Crowder video, boys. Yes, that's, baby. Yeah, to the so moon. stay tuned, everybody. Um, this is coming out hopefully in a couple of hours. I'm actually <laughs> super stoked. I'm legitimately uh-huh. very excited to watch this. Me this too. Is, and I Me and too. I and I say this is like someone who doesn't even like uh like I mean I've done my fair share of debates. I still do them from time to time when it's like you know, someone who's like big time and worthwhile to have a conversation with is like, you know, it's, it's fun. It's intellectual, it's pseudo intellectual sparring. It's, it's, it can be very entertaining, but, uh, you know, this is definitely one that I'm, I'm super soaked on. Like I'm yeah, I'm with you there. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not big on debate culture because usually it's just performative, like Steven wanting to debate me. That's just stupid. So yeah, no, it's um, like, but it's it's in a way like similar to fucking i mean not saying that like steven crowder is like uh floyd mayweather in this circumstance because he's not that great at debating <laughs> either but like he's done well, the training to know what the talking points are that's it let's say he's let's say he's um greg paul no that's not a good analogy either i'm just i'm me and he's someone that's actually trained at boxing yeah basically i mean and but I mean, yeah no I, we thank you for your uh, uh for right, your interesting uh way of of getting this to happen this was awesome seriously I, it's, it's happening i can't wait to put it out there you know there's a there's there's the one thing we're worried about is that we show before the debate like steven's greatest hits about what a hateful bigot he is and i'm afraid that that's gonna just showing the shit he said is gonna get our video demonetized yeah or demonetized so we're running it by youtube before we post it Damn, look at you. Already already in the ears of Susan Wojcicki. God, Keemstar was right, uh, dude. Uh, just to clarify, just, just to stop the conspiracy theories, YouTube has a program 
where you can have your um, videos uh, uh, pre-cleared by a partner. And yeah, yeah, and they give you. They say this will get you dinged, or this uh, uh, if you remove this part, then so it's yeah, it's a program. It's not just me. There's a bunch of people who do it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know. Um, they're 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 pretty good from time to time. Sometimes they uh sometimes they miss the mark, but you know they're. I mean, on the whole, I think YouTube's compared to like Facebook or it's gotten like, it's know. gotten a little bit better from you know back yeah, in like definitely. the Gamergate uh, days though. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. they used to be like straight up Nazis, <laughs> like straight up Nazis. Uh, no, they've gotten like, a lot better, man. Just like doing Nazi propaganda for months on end, getting to like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand subs, shit like that. And oh yeah, as, yeah. Now they've they've gotten much better. YouTube is is doing is you know they're doing their best. I do yeah. believe that at the very least. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, dude. Uh, nice we'll chatting be, with you. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be waiting. We'll be, uh, we're very excited. We'll be waiting on All the right. video to come out. All right. All right. See you, dude. All right. Thanks. Peace. Bye. Okay. That was Ethan Klein, folks, AKA H3H3 Productions. That was, uh, that was awesome. You know, that was a, that was a real vape nation, uh, moment right there. How disappointed will you be if it's just boring as fuck? No shot. No shot will it be boring as fuck. There is no shot. I'm actually super stoked. And I do not, I do not think that it's going to be boring at all. Look at Steven's hands. Oh my God, dude. Look at that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, yes, I will be watching it on stream. Of course I'll be watching it. Are you fucking kidding me? I'll be giving my commentary on it. Like the moment it drops, I'm going to be fucking, I'm literally waiting for it. I'm going to do a JCS style uh, uh, analysis on it. Play by play.